world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. This week on Parents Are Hard To Raise, our favorite crime fighter and elder exploitation super sleuth, Detective Joe Rubicek, is back to give us some I'm terribly sorry, I just read what's given to me. Some arresting developments on the current cons, scams and flimflams targeting our seniors. Parents Are Hard To Raise is now available on Spotify and its 180 million monthly subscribers. Welcome to Parents Are Hard To Raise, helping families grow older together without losing their minds. I'm elder care expert, Diane Berardi. Longtime listeners will recognize this week's guest expert from episode 72. Oh, guys, stop. There's a pool going on in the broadcast booth. They're, they're betting on how badly I'm going to butcher his name this week. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe this? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did butcher someone's name last week, too. Poor, poor Wolf. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. He's a nationally recognized expert, criminal investigator of financial exploitation crimes involving the elderly. Since 1990, as a detective with the Fort Lauderdale Police Department and Florida State Attorney's Office, he has personally handled over a thousand cases. He was part of the original panel that wrote Florida's criminal exploitation law created in 1995, and he's developed training programs for law enforcement, adult protective services, and universities. He's the author of the book Financial Abuse of the Elderly, a detective's case files of exploitation crimes, which became the basis of a new television pilot, Rubicek, written by Joe Forbridge, the actor and writer known for the film The Taking of Pelham 123. Detective Joe Rubicek, welcome to Parents Are Hard to Raise. What an introduction. Thank you very much. You guys are funny. <laughs> and you got my name right every time, so thank you. Yeah, yeah, but the show's not over yet. <laughs> so, well, thank you. <laughs> so, I, I guess, can you tell us, you know, um, what are the newest developments in elder crime and exploitation? Okay. I have two little package things for you this time. I'd like to just start off telling you about the most recent popular scams that are targeting the elderly. Perfect. And um, this could be exploitation or just fraud against the senior citizen. So we'll go with the scam side. And first of all, I want to thank Beth Purdy. She's the vice president and senior fraud investigator of Regions Bank down here. The reason why is we belong to a networking organization involving hundreds of police officers, economic crimes detectives, and fraud investigators from banks. And what we do is we, we keep each other in touch with what's going on, you know, in the community. Yeah. 
So um, the first thing is uh, seniors this year are receiving new Medicare cards. Okay. And the reason for that is to uh, take their Social Security numbers off the cards and assign them unique numbers. And that's to prevent fraud. But the problem is the fraudsters just don't stop. So the three, so the fraud with that, there, there are three different types. Okay. Um, the first is where the scammer calls the senior citizen and tells them that they want to send them their new card, but they have to pay a cost that ranges anywhere between five and four hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! And, <laughs> right, and they try to get the senior to send that money up front. Totally false. Uh, the second one involves where um, the, a person calls pretending to be from Medicare or a government agency, and they say that they need the beneficiary's bank account number and personal information so that they'll be able to set up the card and send it. And again, fraud. That's a scam. And finally, they'll call and try to convince the beneficiary uh, to confirm or give their personal information in order to get their new card. So um, the bottom line with this is that, in reality, these cards, they don't cost anything, and the beneficiary doesn't need to do anything at all. The cards come automatically. So that's popular. Yeah. I was wondering, I'm saying, well, that's good. You know, there's no, the the Social Security numbers aren't on there, so what can they do? Jeez. Right. It's Yeah. And it's the bottom line, I would would advise any independent senior, have boundaries, and one boundary, the most important one, is do not give any personal information to someone calling you. And um, if I ever call a victim and I say I'm Detective Rubicek, on occasion they'll say, you know, I don't feel comfortable. I'd like to call back to confirm who you are. And I congratulate them for doing that. That's, that's so, great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's, that's popular now, says uh, most of the financial institutions down here, because they see it happen at their banks. Uh, the other one that's been around a while, but it's popular again, is the grandparent scam. Oh, my gosh. And, <laughs> Why? What does that ring a bell with you? My mom called me yesterday and she said, I got this call. Um, she said, and the, there was, it was a young guy on the phone and he said, hi, grandma. And she said, who's this? And he said, it's your, your oldest grandson, Jack. And she said, yeah. now, why would he do that? You know, she said, first of all, I only have one grandson and he's on, on an airplane going somewhere and I know his voice. She said, but I was going to play along with him. So I yeah. said, you know, he said to me, how are you? And she said, I said, I'm fine. She said, how are you, Jack? And he said, oh, I'm really not good. My best friend Steve died. And she said, Steve. And he said, Grandma, don't you remember Steve? I hung out with him all the time. And she said, hmm, what was his last name? And he said, Grandma, do you know who this is? And she said, yes, it's Jack, my oldest grandson. And he, she said, <laughs> she goes, and I guess he thought, huh, she's not a senile, senile old person. And he hung up. So she said, because yeah. I wasn't going to say yes to anything. You know, they could record my voice. And I mean, she was on top of it. But... I was like, oh, my gosh. So that's that still. Was, that was great. <laughs> and there you go. So it's back. Yeah. And this is great for your listeners listening because you're, you're validating what I'm saying. Uh, check in with your parents and grandparents and let them know this type of scam is back. So, um, you know, it's popular again. So uh, another thing they do is they say they've been arrested and they need need bail money and there's an attorney standing with them. They're ready to go. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So. All right. Very good. 
Now, next is the romance scam. It's getting popular again, the romance scam. Oh. So, the, yeah, the banks have a lot of seniors coming in to withdraw money, and that's to give to a new boyfriend or girlfriend. And with today's technology now, it's done via the Internet. And they have dating sites for seniors and that. And really, the scam targets anyone, you know, any lonely person. Yeah. And uh, so that one's back. And, um, you know, an imposter poses, you know, as a boyfriend or girlfriend, yeah. lures the victim into romance and then, then takes their money. Um, often the victims of this are, are very shamed by what happens sure. and they don't tell anybody. So um, and of course, there's no reason to be shamed by it. So that one's back to. And is and, that is that a relationship strictly online or do they come and you know, say I need a plane ticket or something to meet you, or is it? You just named it really well. You did it well. Uh, most of them are online now, but the ones in person are much, much worse. Oh. And I, I would hope if uh, someone I knew was victimized, it would be online because um, for any of us, you don't have to be a senior citizen. For anyone to have your trust, trust violated by right. another person, especially when you think you have a relationship is uh, over the top. And, of course, seniors aren't the only ones targeted by this, you know, yeah. the romance scam. So, um, yeah, but online is easier. And um, you just named it. They want money to come and say hello, uh, especially if they say they're a missionary and they're on a mission in uh, Nigeria. Oh, my God. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> or, or they'll say Africa, South Africa. Yeah. So, oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And then um, finally, uh, what's going on? Oh, now this is an oldie, a goodie, but it's back in force. And matter of fact, the FTC did some big arrests this year is the sweepstakes scams. And that's where you, the senior gets notified they've won millions of dollars in yeah. exchange. They just have to send a forward fee of, say, $10 to $400, you know, whatever. And um, the, the, the banks are aware of this. And the FTC arrested. Uh, two people this year, and they literally stole tens of millions of dollars, you know, by those the massive mail outs and call outs. Oh my gosh! So, so they call yeah. and say you've won, you know. You'll you can get the phone call, or the phone calls are popular too, but the mail outs are big because they're easy. Okay. And they can do them in bulk, but the call outs are are done too. And um, so uh, I spoke to one scammer on the phone once. I was with the victim when he called back again. And um, they're very, they're a little pushy and they're very yeah. official. Shoot. And, uh, good timing. I hear the music and I'm ready for the, the exploitation stories when we come back. When we come back, you're right. We're going to be continuing talking to Detective Joseph Rubichak. But if you're a woman or there's a woman in your life, I'm going to tell you about something that you absolutely need to know. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing 
which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. Were you ever young? You're listening to Parents Are Hard To Raise. Now, thanks to you, the number one elder care talk show on planet Earth. Listen to this and other episodes on demand using the iHeartRadio app. iPhone users can listen on Apple Podcasts and Android users on Google Podcasts. And Dolly's right. Remember, there are so many new ways to listen to our show. It's, it's even hard for me to keep track. Spotify, Roku. You can listen on your smartphone with Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can get us on Apple TV, DirecTV, and even just ask Alexa to play the show for you. As a matter of fact, Jack from Johannesburg, South Africa, a shout out to you. He listened on Alexa and he showed his neighbor how to do the same. So if you're listening to the show one of these new ways, please do me a favor, share this new technology and help someone else learn about the show and show them a new way to listen. So we're talking to Detective Joseph Rubicek. And Joe, before I forget, and they'll laugh at me again, can you please tell people how they can reach you? Um, I have a, well, I have a website. Uh, the address is exploitationelderly.net. So, and just take out the of the exploitationelderly.net. And that's pretty much, you know, there's a con- contact uh, thing there if anyone wants to reach me, which is fine. And if you uh, want to learn about exploitation crimes and Perfect, what they're yeah. made of, uh, th- that would be my book, Financial Abuse of the Elderly. Perfect. That's what um, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's got 11 real cases. They're factual. Everything's, you know, uh, they're dated, but it doesn't matter. You know, it's still the same. And where can people get your book? Uh, Amazon.com. You, you can get them online. Uh, Amazon is um, just go on there yourself. You can either put my name in, which I guess you could take from the uh, program label, or just put financial abuse of the elderly book, and you'll probably get it. Perfect. Yeah. So, Joe, you. you're going to tell me some stories. You're going to tell us, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you know, because I've been doing this for over 30 years, you know, many things happened and so many of them are unique. And that's why I love this job so much. But, you know, in the, in the beginning, you were joking about messing up my last name. <laughs> this is going to make you feel better. Oh, good. <laughs> um, I, I had a case with a, a, an elderly woman who uh, had dementia and her caretaker 
had, had stolen thousands of dollars from her. Oh. So to make a long story short, I arrested the caretaker and we put a new caretaker in. And now I'm taking a tape statement from the woman. And the, the reason I'm taking the statement from suffering that suffers a, a, a mental, mental issues yeah. is that it's to, to verify, validate their state of mind to show they didn't have capacity. They didn't know what they were doing. Right. So I'm taking this woman's statement and I don't know why, Diane, but she started calling me Detective Sexberry. And I, when she said it, I'm like, oh, no, please. And I said, no, I corrected her because this gets typed up and everybody sees it, the prosecutor, the defense, it becomes public record. And um, so I, for the rest of the statement, I, I stayed Detective Sexberry. And um, I was joked about that. Um, I had other cases. Yeah, I had a case with uh, someone coming into the bank, cashing a check from his grandmother. The bank was concerned with the way that uh, they called the grandmother to confirm the check was good. Yeah. And they said she you know, wasn't answering right. So they called me, and I went to the house, and it was up in the, the, um, the poor part of town. And I went in, and I met the woman, and she was about 80-something years old and bedridden. And I uh, asked her if, if she knew he had just cashed a check that morning. And she said no when she suffered memory loss. But to make a long story short, I found out she won the Florida lottery. She was a millionaire. Oh, my gosh. And she was living in squalor. Yeah. And the, oh. the grandchildren lived with her and kept her in bed. Oh. And they were going at it. And they were in the process of cashing in that one-time payment thing with it. Oh, my so um, everything worked out OK. You know, everything yeah. was undone. you know, they, they moved a, a guardian in. Um, I had a case. Well, you're not going to believe this. Where a car salesman at a very reputable car uh, dealer yeah. in Fort Lauderdale sold a 90 year old blind man a new car. Oh, my God. No. How, yeah. did, how did that happen? <laughs> the, he came in I, and I enjoy taking these statements going in, and you know, <laughs> meeting these these. <laughs> the uh, he the man came in and, and he was very alert, but yeah. he was blind. And his caretaker convinced him to buy a car, oh. and she would drive him around. And um, so they came in. The uh, car dealer to make sure he got the car lied and said that he had a hundred thousand dollar CD. And um, when, when they got the car that day, and sure enough, the caretaker disappeared with the car the next day. Oh my! But um, that's just so outrageous. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so uh, I arrested uh, another gentleman who uh, befriended uh, a blind woman, elderly blind woman, and he became her companion during the day to go to the bank and do things. Right. And what he was doing simply was when they go to the ATM machine, she would tell him her PIN number and he would withdraw more than she asked and pocket it. And that money built up and she found out about it and, um, and she wanted to pursue it. So I arrested him, and then from the jail, he told his cellmate he wants to hire a hitman because oh he thinks, yeah. So the cellmate, you know, uh, squeals on him, and we had one of our detectives feign being a hitman, meet him at a diner and all that once he got out of jail. And um, it's just remarkable what, what, what some of these people do. It, it leaves me speechless. I mean, it's... <laughs> Unbelievable. In, yeah, you know, in the first episode, we talk about sociopaths and yes. that type of behavior. But that's what it is, you know. And um, that's it. I think another good piece of advice I would give today to anyone is if you have a, um, uh, a senior or a grandparent that's been victimized through contractual obligations of any type, um, uh, 
I, I would say pursue the possibility that it might be criminal and not just civil. Okay. Um, because uh, by doing that, you can get results a lot quicker and a lot cheaper. Really? Okay. Yeah. So. You know, it seems like, I mean, I guess, you know, caretakers or um, people, you know, our, our, our parents, the elderly, they trust people. You know, they can't even, they don't, it never enters their mind that someone would do that, you know, someone who's offering to help. Yes. And the, you know, I, I was raised to respect my seniors in so many ways and that, and that, you know, they were immigrants and all that. And, um, uh, you know, I believe they should be treated with more dignity, respect and honor than, than anybody. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, just re and then I, isolation seems to come with disabilities. And if there's no, no one to care for them to step in, and do that without taking stuff for doing it, you know, is uh, such an honorable thing, I think, you know. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm always encouraging people, be, you know, that socialization because, you know, they're home alone, they're lonely and they'll, you know, and, and they'll they'll talk to anyone, you know, um, you know, a, a guy comes and, you know, mows their lawn or 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 anything like that. And then it does it. The isolation does lead to disability and then they're, you know, confined or, or whatever. And then some friendly person, you know, somebody befriends them. And and uh, it's terrible right. because, you know, there are nice people out there. You know, there are people who are want to help, you know, other people. But it, it, it's we have to be you know, so careful. You can be diligent. I, you know, I don't tell you the good stuff is if I, when I arrested someone for, for cleaning out an elderly person and the newspaper printed it, people in the community would step in in such a good way oh. you know, to help the senior and um, especially home improvement type scams. And, um, you know, legitimate electricians and, and plumbers would say, I read the article and, and they would go and, you know, fix, fix the things that needed to be fixed for free. Just, just, you know, because they cared. See, that's, so, yeah. that's nice. I mean, yeah, that's a good thing to hear. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess someone, they put an ad in the paper, right? And they go to, they say, I'm an electrician and uh, they probably get money up front and then never they, come back. <laughs> um, they do a leaky toilet. And this is true. That was Mike Lango. Woman had a leaky toilet. He came in and told her a pipe under her house was, was leaking. And he got her to sign permission for him to start tunneling between under the house to oh. find the leak. Oh. And uh, a month later, $50,000 used to oh. bring in digging crews. And um, he did that to multiple people in South Florida. It was a tunneling scam. And it was hurting the foundations of homes. And the police didn't know it was a scam, so they would say it's a civil matter. Right. To, to these poor victims. And, but fortunately, one of his employees was, uh, they got into a big fight, so he you know, ratted them out. We set them up with an actress and a, all that stuff. Um, but you're right, a tiny thing, a, a leaky flapper on a toilet can turn into a big deal. Geez, I know it's things you wouldn't even think of, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So pe they should. I mean, people's now. What? Okay. So an elderly person, they live alone. They need to hire an electrician. What should they do? Where should they go? You know, I, obviously they can ask someone, you know, a neighbor or a friend, but um, they have to. I would say stay away from like a, a, an ad or. <laughs> they could do that. Don't you know? Don't try, try to go for the cheapest thing. 
Okay. It's, um, the, you know, there's a new program in Florida. Wait a minute. I, it was your show. It was great about this new program about these companions for seniors. Wasn't there a yes. new? Um, mm-hmm. Yes. A yes. little thing like that, you know, <laughs> a little thing like that, uh, you know, to have a reference, someone, a reference to go to. You know, I, I know when, when I, you know, thank God it's not happening yet. But one day, uh, with what I know from my career, I'm going to reach out to a family of trusted friends to accompany me as I do things and make decisions so that I don't get victimized. Right. And I want to do that ahead of time. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, Joe. So you've been listening. <laughs> Pop up. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a good show. So, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that's perfect. Yeah, because I hate hearing, you know, that anyone, you know, is exploited or, or taken advantage of. But the elderly, I mean, come on. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there's so many good people out there, too, but they're not the ones, they're the ones that should get wonderful credit. But, uh, you know, they're not the ones I focus on. So, you know, um, yeah, that's right. That's right. So Yeah, you know, my mom, I mean, she surprised, you know, not that she surprised me. I mean, there, you know, she's, she's good, you know, but, you know, I'm happy that she, of course, listens to the show, but I'm happy that, you know, she is up on things. So how do, how do children tell their parents, you know, how do we protect them? Uh, well, okay, this is so important, is, and I said it on the other show, um, parents should have an air of not being isolated about them. So if you have a grandparent or a parent, you know, that's up there in age and they're not living by you, simply make a call, at, you know, every day if possible. Or if there's a caretaker, just call to say hello. What you're saying is I'm watching. And if the caretaker is a good person, wonderful. Right. But right. It, it's um, just like the, the, the uh, criminals that focus on children, uh, and they say it, they focus on the ones that aren't being watched. Right. That's what they're looking for. Um, and um, I think the same thing happens with seniors. So if you have a relative you care for, um, that's one thing that you can do. And for, for the seniors themselves, first of all, it's okay to reach out. It's wonderful to call the police. Um, you're never a nuisance in any way, and that's where your tax dollars are, are going for, you know. And um, th- th- reaching out is a good thing. Well, I'm glad you so. said that because some people are afraid. You know, they don't want to, you know, say anything or whatever. So I'm glad, yes, right. they should yeah. call the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, and, um, you know, that's about, I could go on with the stories all night, but they're all, they're not happy stories, mm-hmm. except for, let me do this one. Okay. Just, I have to do this <laughs> one. Okay. No, I don't. It's good. No, it's that's okay. Go ahead. Tell it. A <laughs> uh, uh, victim calls me. I go to her house. She's standing outside. She's about 93 years old. Oh. And she says, I'm so sorry. I locked myself out. So I said, it's okay. And she had her bathroom window there. I said, I'll crawl in for you. It's like 90 degrees because it's South Florida. So I crawl into the window and then I fall inside onto dog dirt. She had poodles with dog dirt all over the place. Uh. So, um, yeah, so it's a dirty job. (laughs) It's a a dirty job. But that's so nice. That was so nice. Joe, um, just tell us your book again and people can get it on Amazon, right? Financial Abuse of the Elderly, A Detective's Case Files of Exploitation Crimes. I'm Joe Rubicek. Throw that into Amazon and it, it'll come up. Joe, or just my name. Thank you so much for being on the show again. We really enjoy the stories and it, it, it helps 
people, you know, keep their parents alert. Absolutely. Diane, thank you for having me. And I'll be listening. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I, I know you got something out of this episode. I love getting your emails and questions, so please keep sending them. You can reach me at Diane at ParentsAreHardToRaise.org or just click the green button on our homepage. And remember, subscribe to our show on iHeartRadio. Listen through streaming services like Roku, Spotify. Tell Alexa you want to listen. iPhone users can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Android users on Google Podcasts. Parents Are Hard to Raise is a CounterThink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Our New York producer is Joshua Green. Our broadcast engineer is Well Gambino. And from our London studios, the melodic voice of our announcer, Miss Dolly D. And remember, if you like the show, please give it a five-star rating. That'll help other people find our show. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time, may you forget everything you don't want to remember. And remember everything you don't want to forget. See you again next week.